Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hey guys, I'm Nick. I'm an addict. My queen date is May 15th, 2020. I am from the Suncoast area of Narcotics Anonymous, and my home group is Get to Step In. We meet Thursday nights at 8.15. Today's reading is May 18th, Connecting to Our Conscience. We learn to listen to our conscience, that still small voice within us that tells us if we're heading in the right direction. Living Clean Chapter 3, Spirituality is Practical. Some of us might argue that the solutions to our problems, the answers to our moment-to-moment decisions, and our big life choices have always been within our reach. We just haven't been listening to our conscience. We've been unable to hear it because of the competing, confusing cacophony of noise in our heads, a squeaky hamster wheel of thoughts that we can't get off get off of. Others of us feel as if we never had a conscience and that it's something we develop only once we become absent abstinent and start to work a program we come to the opinion that our disease speaks to us in our own voice no less and is the sole influence for our bad decision making conversely our conscience as an expression of our higher power is the source of positive influence Whatever our opinions are about the origin story of our conscience, we can probably all agree that we can do a lot to cultivate our sensitivity to the voice of our higher self. We get clean and become humble enough to ask for help. We listen to each other's experiences of recovery. The work we do on ourselves through the steps and for others through service awakens us enough to experience our conscience. Many of us would say our conscience has become clearer more distinct and more dependable as we've grown in recovery. It becomes easier to access because we're able to turn down the static brought on by its evil twin, our disease. We learn to quiet our minds and through prayer and meditation, we gain a lot of practice in not just being able to hear it, but in listening to what it has to say. Quote, My conscience is my inner inner guide, wrote a member. It's a driving force that gives me what I need to make an honest decision. I still can't control outcomes just because I'm choosing wisely, but I come to my decisions with integrity. I will practice staying conscious of my conscience. It's there for me when I listen, helping me to stay connected to living this new way of life. Thank you for letting me read. In today's episode, we'll discuss the spiritual principle of day, reading with our guest, Will M. Hey, Will, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hey, good morning, man. Good morning. So, Will, could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout-out? 
Yeah, my clean date is uh, February 27th of 2013. Um, I attend meetings in Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. I actually, I have two home groups, um, clean and free group in Ashtabula, Ohio, and the Monday Night Miracles meeting in Meadville, Pennsylvania. All right, thanks. We're going to pivot to, to the reading. Can you share your thoughts on connecting to our conscience? Yeah, this, um, I mean, all these readings are always relevant, but it's just, uh, it seems like every day you read one, you're like, oh, that's me, right? So um, I, I just connected with it a lot because it, it talks in here about, you know, that little voice in our head and being unable to hear it because of competing, confusing, cacophony of noises in our head. Um, and it's funny because I, I, I do talk about this a lot is that, you know, there's, there's, there's a way to stop that voice. So there's a couple of ways. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's a, you know, when I was out there, there was a way to stop that voice. Like when I got high, that voice left me alone for a while. Um, and then when I would start to come down, that voice would come back. Um, and I would usually, you know, a, a couple of ways to get out of it was to either use again or, or maybe throw some fantasy on top of it to, to convince myself that what was really going on wasn't really going on. Mm. Um, and so that little voice that conscience just um man it, it drove me crazy um almost as crazy as those birds at 4 a.m you know like just crazy i get um, that perspective man I, I really do i understand that from from you know like the viewpoint of you know using and uh and, and I, I like how you put that like fantasy piece and and you know and things like this we we escape from reality for sure you know we get to check out from reality but but bro, we check out from ourselves as well. I think that, you know, and, and yeah, man, I get it. I get it doing that. It, I get to take a break from myself. Absolutely. 100%. I get to take a, take a break from that. Did you, so, did, so did that kind of stop for you? You know, when, when you got clean, was it, um, I mean, I think I know the answer, right? It doesn't, it, you know, when we get clean, like day one, it's not like, oh, damn, you know, I'm pretty, I'm good to go. What was that process like early in recovery when it's like, you know, the sponsors hitting you with, hey, let's get the meeting, let's call me, let's do this stuff. And then and then we have that committee in our heads thinking, fuck this or we want to die or is this going to work? You know, did, did that symphony carry in with you when you got clean? Oh, absolutely. So listen, that symphony was like, a, I don't know, a heavy metal concert. <laughs> it was it was uh, it was rough. Um it does reference in this reading too, like our, our, our disease talking to us in our own voice. Um, and I would even say it talks to me in my conscience's voice. Um, disease constantly wanting me to get back to isolation and back to my by myself. Um, I don't know when that's thought in my head is, okay, you're a piece of shit or, oh, you're doing this wrong is really my conscience or really that thing trying to drive me back out. Um, so when I first got clean, um, the voices in my head were man like i said there's there's a way to shut them up and that's that one way is to use and the other way i found to work is, is by working the steps but before i got to the steps mm -hmm. um they didn't just come back they 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 were well rested and they came back with a vengeance you know and uh i uh i really like i couldn't watch like undercover boss or anything with any kind of like i was crying all over myself um emotions were back everything that um, I thought I needed to make me feel better today needed to come back. I needed my kids back. I needed my girl to love me. I, ne I needed to get laid. Like I needed all these things that I thought were going to fix me. Um, and my head telling me which way to go. I um, The conscience piece usually comes like to where I could isolate it and actually kind of think for a minute. I don't know. Is this shower? 
um, car riding. Um, if you grew up like I did hunting, like being in a tree stand, yeah. um, those kind of moments are the ones where you, I kind of had the, you know, the time to sit down and it wasn't a, a knee jerk reaction I need to make, um, to where it, I kind of weed through it a little bit, obviously, um, getting with a sponsor and getting in the step working guide, um, and, and talking to other people who had gone through what I was going through, um, helped me kind of weed that out. Um, and I always like to say too, it did reference in there. Some of us thought we didn't have a conscience. When I first got here, I would tell you that I didn't know any better. You know, I was caught up. Um, but I I've been convinced otherwise of that. Like it's, uh, I always knew what lie to tell. So I always knew what the truth was supposed to, the good was supposed to sound like, right? Like, um, I didn't go to my grandma and say, Hey, I need money to get high. I said, Hey, I need money to, to pay these bills or to, to buy diapers or to, to whatever I should have been doing. Mm-hmm. So the conscience was there. It was active. It was telling me what to do. I just wasn't listening. Um, you know, I was just caught up. Uh, so I don't, I don't think that I was ever without it. I just, um, like I said, I pick up fantasy as much as I pick up dope. And like when my conscience would be like, bro, you're being a piece of shit or, you know, we, we know better than this. This goes against our morals. Um, I would have an excuse, man. It would be, you know, though I'm doing this because they did this. Um, I deserve to do this. I worked hard for three days and in six months, you know, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you know, right. you know, just, uh, you finished a whole eight hours. Well, you should get fucked up this weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so just, uh, just a lot of uh, self-centered, just self-absorbed kind of thinking. Um, I know today and it, it references in the reading to the opposite of my, um, my conscious being my disease thinking, um, when I was able to start identifying that a little bit better too, that, that, that helps. Cause when you opposites really help me understand what's going on. Like if, sometimes I can't understand what I'm seeing um, or what I'm being explained to, but if I try to think of the opposite and I can identify that um, it helps me push back in the right direction. Um, so higher power thinking like I can, I couldn't always tell when my higher power was present or if I was talking to, but I could always tell the absence of, um, like that gut feeling that just that ugh, in, in your stomach, the looking both ways when I'm making a decision. Um, well, that the, was old really time, the old timers used to hit me with, um, we may not know what the right thing to do in a situation is, is the, the, the absolute right, right decision in a situation, but, but we definitely know what the wrong, what some wrong decisions in the situation are. And I hear you, man, something is sometimes when it's like, all right, if my communication with the HP is a little bit fuzzy. I need some direction. I need some help. What what to do? But I'll be damned if I don't know what what what's the word? What's the couple of the worst things that I could do? All right, let's not do that. You know, I so I can I can kind of build on that. I think getting clean that was really important. It's kind of like going into a situation with. And I'm glad you you said about that heavy metal band and all, and all that stuff. And and that's exactly how it is. We're, we're wide open. You know, and a live open wire is is on my nerves and all that stuff. And and then. And then it's, it's like, have you, let me ask you this, have, have you experienced seasons in your recovery to where, um, I mean, you feel that connection with the HP is crystal clear and it's almost like, um, you know, you leave your 11 step in the morning and you're like, damn, I'm on it, boy. I'm in it. And then it's like, it, so, so after that season is like, uh, you know, do you experience a season to where it's like, damn, have I ever had a connection with the HP? You know, I don't know what the hell is going on. And, and if so, like how, so how, what do we do to kind of, to stay in the, the, Hey, my connection with the HP is clear and maybe get out of that. Damn, things are, things are kind of staticky on my end. 
Could you could you add some context or speak to that, Will? Yeah, I, I think I can. Um, so my contact with HP was a struggle in the beginning. It was, it was a real struggle. Um, I don't know if this relates, but um, I can tell you, I could never sit by myself in silence. Um, and I thought that was something wrong with me. Like I was um, diagnosed with ADD as a kid. Don't know if that was real or not. I kind of faked the test to get, like, anyway, long story. Um, <laughs> but I thought there was something like physically wrong with me. Like I just assumed, you know, from age 13 on, I had this problem where I could not lay by myself in silence and like say fall asleep or, or pay attention to something. Um, even when I was in prison, like I would, uh, I would put my earbuds in with static on it to fall asleep because I just couldn't fall asleep with no sound. Um, my brain would just get at me like, yo, you're a piece of shit. Look where you're at. How this happened again, all these things. Um, and it wasn't until I worked the steps that that shut up. Um, and that was one of those things the program gave me that I wasn't expecting. Like I really thought that was something wrong with me, like not fixable. Um, so the, the higher power piece now, like I'm super, super like comfortable with, with higher power right now. Um, and have been for, it's odd how it comes. Cause you would think it was through step work and it was through program and it definitely put me in place to do it. But for me, it was, it was having adult kids, man. Like, like when my kids got to an age where, um, I could understand absolutely loving someone with every bit of me and having to still allow them to make their own mistakes. Um, it kind of freed me up from the resentments I had held against my God, you know, the, the, my understanding. I was like, well, how did you let me end up here? Why was it this bad? Um, you know, so uh, since then, it's been kind of like a like an open radio frequency. Like, I, I won't tell you I hit my knees and pray every day. Um, I wouldn't call myself religious, but um, I thought I had to, like, pinpoint my higher power when I first got here. And I really tried to do that, like put a face to it, a name to it. Um, and since I've kind of let go of that. Um, a little bit and step back like I remember hearing an old timer share when I first got here like I had like two years clean I think he had like 18 or something that he just really wasn't sure who his higher power was but he was there with it and I was like man this guy's in danger <laughs> I need to go save him I need to tell him he needs to find a higher power right now um, and now I get it like I, I absolutely get it um, and man I'm comfortable with it and I, I don't go through days where I, I, I don't feel like he's present or it's present um like like it's been a number of years since I, I felt like I was trying to decide things on my own or had to figure everything out for myself that's beautiful bro you know what man you really like I'm sitting here you know and my spirit's on fire and and and, and you give me a lot of hope my, my two sons they're uh one will be 15 soon and one's 12 and a half and uh and man my journey with them they they've been the the number one teacher about um what what a loving god is absolutely 100 percent i identify with that and and then to hear you talking about you know as they become adults and they make decisions and i'm sitting here thinking oh damn <laughs> like that's a, that's a lot of surrender but I'm, I'm excited about that too so will thanks for carrying that you know thanks for carrying that message man people like me need to hear that bro we really need to hear like what being a clean father in, in different stages of, of parenting, what that looks like. And so, bro, let's end the episode with this. Let me ask you, um, could you, could you speak to the folk listening who, who are saying, you know, maybe they're just getting clean or something and, it, and it's kind of like, 
man, I, I, I kind of shield away when I hear people talking about a relationship with a higher power. I kind of shield away or I tune out when people are talking about, hey, I have this contact with, with this God or with this deity and, and, and things. And I just don't, I don't ever see myself being there. I'm not there now. I've never been there. Um, you know, could you, could you speak to, to that listener, man, who's chimed in and, and who's like, man, fuck it, man. I just, I, I'm not there. I'm going to be honest. I don't see your timer and you just, you just scratch the right spot. Um, so for me, this is, this was a, a truly like a huge deal. Um, and I share this, like, I don't share the religious piece of anything, but like when I got here, here's what I knew about my higher power that I believed. I believed that he was with me the entire time. I believed he was still here. Um, my experience tells me he'll let me get high. So it was very scary to come into somewhere and them tell me, okay, you need to connect to this higher power. Um, and it's really confusing. Our, our literature, like I love the literature, I'm into it so much, but like it references higher power. It references a power greater than ourselves. Um, and it references God, which is confusing to me because they, they all sound like very different things. Um, so coming into the process, like our step working guide tells me, like it can be it, the group, it can be the program, it can be God, it can be whatever I need it to be. Um, but a power greater than me is really easy to understand. It, I, um, I just was overthinking it. I, and it's usually the case with anything in this process. But like, um, if you've ever had handcuffs on, like understanding a power greater than you shouldn't be too hard. All right. Like, like there were certain days where I just didn't do dumb shit because I didn't want to get arrested no more. I mean, I'm tired of going to prison. That shit is lame. I've been there like three times. Last time they're starting to call me school, treat me like an old head. I didn't like that shit. And for a while that, you know, there's certain situational pieces that get me through certain situations. Still to this day, I don't get up and go punch a clock and put my seatbelt on because I'm religious. I do that shit because I'm tired of going to jail and I want to be productive, mm. you know? So uh, Courtney's thing, like, dude, a key tag kept me clean. Do you know how exciting it was to get a glow in the dark key tag? Like I'm like an eighties kid, man. Rambo had that glow in the dark thing on his neck. <laughs> like I chased that glow in the dark key tag. Like you wouldn't believe like, I'm just not using today because there's a 48 cent piece of plastic over there that I want, mm. you know, so it's to, to overthink the higher power piece, like it just, man, it's, it's funny because that too, I came in here and I'm like, I don't want to find a higher power. I don't want to look, but like, that's, that's all I was doing on the streets forever was searching for something, for something that could make it all right. Something that could connect me to other people, something that could connect me to what I thought I was looking for. And I was searching day in and day out whether it be sex, drugs, money, clothes, like I was, I was just diving into anything to make myself feel better. And then I get here and they say, Hey man, you need to look at a higher man. I fuck that. I can't do that. <laughs> mm. You know, it's just a, I think it's just a rebellious nature. I, um, funny thing, like a lot of things in this program, when I took my hands off of it, it kind of started to show itself. Um, so whether you're an atheist, whether you're whatever, whether you just hate God, it doesn't matter. The shit works. Like I always tell my people that it doesn't matter if you where you're at with it, this program still works. Yeah. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste. And God bless.